welcome to episode one of the Suited Kings podcast. On today's episode, we're going to go over my co-host Wes Cannon's incredible run in the WSOP Gladiator event where he turned $300 into $210,000. It's going to be a two-part episode with the first going over his experience in the event and then the second episode going over some hand histories. Without further ado, let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, for the whole tournament, it was a pretty wild ride. Um, I came into it, so I fired one bullet and busted on Wednesday. I played again Thursday. Um, And there was something about that tournament where it was a little freeing in that it was such a low buy-in where I'm like, you know, I'm just going to... Fire max entries. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I'm going to keep firing. I'm going to... against the certain player types in this sort of field, I'm going to be able to exploit them a lot. I'm, yeah. I was just coming in like, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm expecting to do well. And also I expect that to mean like cashing for still not that much, probably. You, and, you yeah. Know? And the price point maybe makes, takes a little bit of the pressure off. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it felt like, uh, it felt like a daily tournament. So did you just go in firing then or what? No, I mean, I played my game. I just, you know, I tried to really pay attention to my opponents and like there, you know, there are a lot of them who I felt like this was their only tournament or one of their only tournaments of the summer. And so they really put a lot of value on it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I would, I would do some things where I was like three betting just to isolate with a little bit la- wider range than I usually would. Um, for the most part, I think I just played my game, but I know on the the second day, on this Thursday... Um, That's the final flight of the tournament? It, no, it was just my... Uh, oh, it, was, it was my final flight. Okay, okay. Um, but early on, especially, I had a really good table image. Partially, I was making some hands, and then I definitely got a couple bluffs through, and... Um, yeah, when you have that sort of image and then you have a bunch of chips in front of you too, it's just, it's good. So tell me what, how many chips did you start off with this in, in this? You start with 30 K okay. in the gladiator. Um, so it goes fast cause day one is 30 minute levels and you play 22 levels. So you make the money like level 17 or something, but by the end of day one, the the final level of day one, the big blind is forty k, okay, which is over a starting stack. Yeah, so yeah. when you get to day two, it's at fifty k. So like, I think about three and a half percent of the field bagged to get to day two, and even then, the average stack was like seventeen bigs, and I had heaps. I bagged almost one point nine million, and that was at know, forty thousand big blind. Or fifty going into the next okay, day. Okay, so, so just about forty big. Yeah, so. just under forty. So it's it was, hyper turbo. That's a massive stack. Yeah, and the the day two and three blinds were forty minutes, so it was a little less turbo y then, but stacks were already so short. Okay, okay. People dropped. Like Is that? Uh, I feel like I remember me sending you a text sometime. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> Middle and that. No, you texted me and you're like oh, pretty I, early. Yeah, you're like oh, I I. You told me about how you were getting kind of beat down a little bit and you were kind of short out of the gate. And I was like, easy spin. Yeah, that, that was the end well, of the conversation. I think I think what happened. So, yeah, here's what happened. I started off pretty hot. Then I got like two outed on the river once and lost some other hand. 
And I, in one of those spots, I remember I was like frustrated that I paid the guy off, but story of my life. Anyways, so I, yeah, right. I got back down to 29K, so just under starting. And I, it was like on a break, and I was like, yep, we, there goes all that hard work. And you're like, <laughs> you just say, easy spin. And then the next text you get from me is, you were, you were right, bagged 1.9 million. <laughs> <laughs> I 63X'd it or yeah. whatever. <laughs> I, just, I just woke up laughing. That was incredible. Um, okay, so that's awesome. You started off uh, with a nice bag on day one. Going into day two, uh, what did your table draw look like? Um, I, I mean, it was, I was easily the big stack. There was one, maybe two other stacks that were just over a million, but there were some very, very sh- like sub 10 big blind stacks. Um, let me pause you for a second. How many entered the tournament total? There was a total of 23,088 entries. How many are back for day two? 827. I okay. Think it was. So, so yeah, we're already very deep. Like three and a half percent left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So go ahead. Yeah, so I remember I looked everyone up or Yeah. And you know, they're Preston, get at my boy Wes here. He needs your help. Yeah. Yeah, it, it may have been Preston actually. But he uh th- there was no there were no like real crushers at my table. Um I think I probably had the highest handed mob or maybe second or something. But right. like you kind of expect your fi- your day two table to be like that in a tournament of that, you know, that uh, that price sort point. of tournament, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there were definitely a lot of players that, yeah, it still just felt like, you know, weren't really experienced in that sort of situation. Okay. And how are you feeling? Nervous? Happy? So, you know, I'm feeling good. I kind of, the mentality I went into the day with is, you know, this is a big opportunity and all I, all I have to do or all I can do is just play well i know i'm 99 percent of situations i'm gonna know what i should do and i just need to make sure i execute and don't either get too nitty because i want to yeah survive yeah. or you know don't be overly aggressive like because okay. to be to be honest like and i know you know this but in may a bit i had a bit of a downswing and so like for me, this was sort of like, oh, if I make it deep into day two, then like the downswing's over. And then obviously, if we make it past that, then there's some huge money up top. But you can't really like think of that. You just sort of have to take every situation in a vacuum and be like, you Definitely know. don't get too ahead of yourself. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're in that moment with that many chips, you just have to stay in that moment. Don't think about the pay jumps and what you could possibly get with it or yeah. how it might help you in the future. Like get there first. Yeah. And the results are going to be what the results are going to be like you at the end of the day, like if you're super unhappy about it, that's your, that's your reaction to what happens. You know what I mean? Like, you can just choose to not react that way. And, yeah. You know, so. Okay. So going back to it, you're, you're uh, now, let's say you're halfway through day two. How many are left? So not a lot. Cause I remember at the first break. So two hours into day two, we're in the 300. So over half the field from day okay. two. Is and what are you guaranteed at this point? It's still not like a couple thousand. Okay. Like yeah. we're not, we're not at any real pay jumps. I remember roughly speaking, 
with a hundred left, the payout was like fifty five hundred or something, okay. and then I think we hit ten k around like it was like fifty three left. Okay, I want to say okay. So yeah, you know we're yeah we're until you're down to a few tables left, you're not really making a huge payout. So by any means. how's your stack looking at this point? Going half you know halfway through day two, you're seeing that you're getting real deep. So the the first couple like. I, I started off winning a pot. I, you know, I, I felt like at every break, I was just over 20 bigs. Okay. Or I would be coming back to just over 20 bigs. So, and that was the case at least till the middle of the day. There, I think the second to last break of the day, I had like 10 bigs. But yeah, there were, you know, I, I was basically fluctuating between 15 and 30 for the vast majority. I'm of assuming the day. that's around average or maybe even more. Yeah. Average for most of the day. Safe to say it was like 20 ish. That's crazy. Like and, 18 to 23. And I remember you saying you didn't have any flips up at this point. You're just picking up pots by what? Are you opening, sea bedding? Yep. Um, any suckouts? There was only one suckout, literally, until I think I had two all ins that I had suckouts in in the whole tournament. One on day two, one on day three. Okay. And the day three one was with four left where we chopped it. And the day two one, it was actually a three-way all-in where I was favored against the bigger stack. Somehow I got all-in with ace-queen against jack-nine off. And then the short stack had pocket kings. So even if I lose to the kings, I still would have ended up with about the same amount of chips because yeah. I won the side pot. Yeah. I rivered the ace to just scoop it though. So that was, that was big. That was big. Um, uh, they got the salami. <laughs> yeah. I remember my buddy, um, player of the year, Ian Matekis, my buddy, he, uh, he was on the subtle brag, subtle brag. Yeah. He, he was on the rail super briefly for that. And he just looks at me. He's like, you're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to everyone's ears for that laugh. Uh, that's amazing, though. So, yeah. so that that was a little later in the day. Um, but yeah, middle of the day, throughout most of the day, it was really just like win a couple all ins where I was favored, um, and then yeah, just finding spots, mostly standard spots to pick up small pots, and then a few where I felt like I was able to exploit a little um and exploit money pressure icm pressure on people you it, think? it wasn't so much icm it was just uh and one or two of these i we can go over in a bit here yeah we'll go over down. some hands um there, there were two against the same guy where i just had a read up like i knew his actions sort of made the strength okay. of his hand face up um but yeah, mostly just like pulling the trigger in the right spots, you know, whether it's like three bet correctly, three bet jamming pocket sixes or something yeah. where it's like, you know, you don't want to get called, but you know, you have like 20 bigs and you just know. You probably got to find a lot of those spots when the stacks are at that size. Like, yeah. And I did feel like I really had an advantage because this like short to medium stack stuff is so common from playing online. Like, yeah this is where I feel like I'm best studied. So I was just able to, you know, make the right plays at the right time. I had some like small three bets in position with weak eight suited aces where I'm like, 
you know, I know it's just going to put too much pressure on them. It wasn't three bet jams, but you you have three bet folds. You're saying so you're you're willing yeah. to three bet fold to four bets. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, where I just I know they're not going to find the four bet jams, and like, you're just chipping up this way. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so okay, just yeah. Day two, I was just like, let's stay zoned in. You know, what was the happens. end of day two like? End of day two, so I got really short near the end. I got really cold in the last couple levels. Um, and so the the last level of the, of the day, the blind, big blind was 2 million, and I got down to like 14 million. So I was at seven bigs, and then I, um, there were two back-to-back hands where I went all in. One I ended up chopping, and the other one I doubled up. And so I, that was like the last orbit, I think maybe second to last were but. you feeling anxious with the day two bag coming up and knowing how close you're because there's what 50 people you're guaranteed 10 plus thousand at this point at this point there were like 15 oh it's 15 so you're on the stone yeah okay stone yeah, bubble day two because three 13 people bagged 14 of us bagged okay. and it, it was just we played through the end of whatever level that was okay so there wasn't like a set amount that was that was supposed to make <laughs> yeah and you're 14 people away from half a million yeah pretty okay. insane um so yeah, at this point, I think 14 through 17 paid out like 23K, which is very good for a $300 buy-in. Yeah. And also sucks when you see a half million up top and you're yeah. so close to yeah. a bracelet too. Um, and so yeah, when I got that double, it felt great. Before that, it was just sort of like, a, man, like I still know I'm going to just play correctly, but I really fucking want him like, make it you know <laughs> yeah 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 I really, and you're i mean you looking at the rest of the field you got to be thinking i'm the best player here right mostly yeah there was there were two guys i think the guy who busted 15th i don't know if he had a lot of live cash but he was playing well um and then there's another guy who at least he was on my right but he was He's like a Brazilian guy. He didn't have a ton of live caches, but he was clearly he clearly played online. Aggressive as fuck, probably because he's very Brazilian. aggressive and like. Yeah. When I see Brazilian good. on ACR, I'm not full. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, um, yeah. So I definitely felt like there were a good chunk of those 14 opponents that I was much better than. Okay. Some of them I was better than, but they were like decent. And then one or two that I really felt like were good as well. Okay. So last hand of day two, you end up bagging up chips. There's 14 left, right? 14 left now. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's probably high-fiving each other as you're getting bagging up. Yeah. I mean, you know, there were some people on the rail, like some people were super excited. Some people were just kind of like, yeah, let's. I was at home dancing around the living room, (laughs) (laughs) even though I didn't have a piece. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh. I remember I texted our group. I texted a lot of people. I put on my Snap story, like, you know, hey, I had 14 left. Like, <laughs> might be Big on spot. TV tomorrow. Because that, you know, a lot of people, that's something they'll ask. Like, oh, have you ever been on TV? Yeah, yeah. And the answer's always been no. You know, it's not really a correlation between being right, good. Right, right. And you really never really know. I know I've had, you know, thoughts like I, I could potentially be on the TV today. And it almost consumed my thoughts before playing. I'm like, I don't. Hopefully I don't mess up here. You know what I mean? You get, it puts a little added pressure onto you, but I know that uh, when, if I were to make that spot in the moment, you'd probably just get going to your game and forget about it. Yeah. Um, tell it, me what it was like going uh, into day three and then getting on that feature table. 
Yeah. So started day three, we had two tables. We were at the secondary featured tables um, in the horseshoe room there. So we were we were kind of on that stage area. And I mean, it was crazy because stacks are still pretty short. I came in either eighth or ninth place out of 14. It came into the day either eighth or ninth okay. in chips. And I only had 14 bigs. So it's like things are going to happen pretty quickly here. Um, I even got down to seven or eight bigs again, maybe like five at the absolute lowest point. Um, but yeah, it's coming in. It's kind of crazy because like 14th place still, you know, gets 23K. I think 12th and 13th got about 29. 10th and 11th got 36. Okay. And then... You know, then it's like 46, 50. Yeah, so once you get to ninth page. place is when the, when you start having the incremental pay jumps at every spot. Yep. Yeah, so it's it just crazy because, you know, coming into that day, I really did my best to be in a good mindset where I'm like, this has been a good tournament and this is a great opportunity. And I'm just going to play my best. With 14 bigs, you can't control everything, that's for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just was... The last thing I wanted to do was put myself in a situation where I felt like I was making decisions based on, you know, avoiding the disappointment of busting. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. Cause, you know, it can just happen. And I know that, you know, looking back on it, I would always wish, I would always like, wish I had played in a way that would maximize my chance to finish top three. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so I had to win a couple of all ins. Actually lost there's a guy with like three bigs who I doubled up. Yeah. Okay. And then which is still a huge audience. It's stack. big. Yeah. yeah. It's big. And I it was right after I lost the big blind on my first hand. So I was down like a third of my stack right off the okay. bat. I think just going into strategy real quick on it, I think it's important to realize that even having like five big blinds this deep in this kind of tournament uh, will still give you fold equity and it's still a lot of chips. You still have fold equity and it's worth so much money. Like if you, yeah, I can't do it off of my head, but yeah, if yeah. you calculate the value of your stack, yeah, even if it's not that much, it's, it's worth, I mean, it could be, you know, 10 big blinds could be worth a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> right. Um, and so Anyways, yeah, there were two two double ups I had, both small blind versus big blind, which I think were standard. Like I had about five, five and a half bigs, and this is the Brazilian guy in the small blind. He jammed, he put me in, um, and I had queen six of spades, and I called, and he had ten nine off, and I just held. Oh, good. Okay, those zones are annoying to lose. <laughs> yeah, I flopped a flush draw, and okay. so he. At no point did he add any outs. So after the flush, he had like five. He was kind of sh real short after the flush. Um, yeah, yeah, short on outs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the second one was about ten bigs, and he he jammed small blind with king deuce, and I woke up with ace ten and okay held there, held there. Another annoying one to lose if you yeah. were to. It was another one where I flopped a draw. I was like jack nine eight. Okay. So he still had all his outs, but I could have turned him. Anyways, I just. Yeah. Yeah. avoided the king and the deuce but um so at that point i actually chipped up a bit and we had lost a couple players so it, you know i remember when we were at 11 it was nice because i'm like okay i'm already up to 36k like yeah. i got two pay jumps yeah even if i bust now it's you know it'll be a nice summer yeah yeah 
Well, at least it'll be free roll most of it. <laughs> right, right. And so then someone else busted at the other table. And so at 10 left, we went to the featured table, but they didn't start streaming till nine. So we were at the unofficial final table. Yeah. And there was actually a really nice hand that I played, chipped up a bit. Um, we'll go over that in a bit when we take a look at some of the hands. But yeah, um, yeah then you know, shortly after someone busted out and is that when you go down to official you're saying? Yeah. So with okay. nine, we took a little break and got our microphones on. Yeah, and that's when all of us Minnesotans put on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Started sweating. Yeah, really. Um, it was pretty wild. And then how did you bouncing back to that? How did it feel knowing like, I mean, were you just excited? I mean, not about the money. I, you know, but just knowing that all of us were watching and cheering you on. I mean, that, that was that feeling just got to be incredible. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, even at the start of the day, like having, you know, some guys who were even playing in tournaments that day coming over to the rail before their tournament started, just like yelling during my all ins. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just giving that support. It's, it's yeah. crazy the support you get, especially from people in Minnesota. Like everybody uh, is just has everyone's back and uh, it feels really nice. So. Yeah, and just like having people cheer me on, and you know, during my double ups, like it, not like there was a big rail, but the people on the rail just going wild, and yeah. you know, I go over yeah. and high five them. And so, yeah, once we get down to nine, then you know, and I think uh, at this point, most people who were who are in the poker world um, knew what was going on. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. even and even. People in my like fantasy football group chats, my poker Discord chats, who mostly I haven't met. Um, people, friends of mine who don't even know how to play poker, even a few of them, and then family members. Just getting uh, just, overloads of texts and stuff. Yeah, getting. I, I mean, I had my phone in my backpack yeah. from the start of yeah. the day till when I busted. There you go. But, Stay focused for sure. Um, but yeah, like they're all tuning in to to watch me now. And I will say part of me was just like, man, like I really don't want to just get coolered right off the bat and be out. Yeah. Obviously, like this is mostly because we're at some huge pay jumps right now and it would suck to not make those, a lot more. It's money, hard to but... not have those thoughts come by your head uh, in those spots. You know what I mean? But definitely yeah. try and fight them off. Yeah. And it wasn't like a, it wasn't like, a, you know, a doom and gloom like, man, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to get cooler here. I'm like, no, I'm going to play great. And it would suck if I got cooler. Yeah, it would just suck, you know? <laughs> yeah, I got um, you. Stacks were still quite short. I think, so in the tournament as a whole, there was just under 700 million in chips. Okay. And to start the final table, the big blind was 5 million. Okay. Um, wow. it, it had just moved up to 5 million. So if you so think like about it, there's about 100, 140 bigs in play between bigs, yeah. nine players. Yeah. Yep. So what is that's like an average of 15. Yeah, it's shallow. Yeah. Yep. Um, what is your take on all of the players that are at this final table? Are, are we loving this final table? Yeah. Yeah. So the Brazilian guy's there and he's good. Um, there, There's a guy who has about 1.4 million in cashes. Okay. And he seems like decent, but he's also done some weird stuff where it's clear he's Whoa. very nervous about the money okay okay 
Um, I mean, you can rack up those kind of caches and still not be a great player. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's he was probably true. a middle-aged guy. Like, he was... Yeah. I don't know what his who knows story could, is. Yeah, who knows what exactly. So, go ahead. It, yeah. And so, there were a couple other guys who I thought played, like... You know, played fine. But I'm like, they're still making clear mistakes. And then a couple... There's one super overly aggressive guy. What's his name again? Tr- Eric Trexler. Trexler, yes. Oh, what was... It? Had you played with Trexler no. pre-final table at all? No. He was one of, like, the two players who I did not okay. sit at a table okay. with until we got That done. might actually kind of be unfortunate for you because of how he plays. It would be nice to have a little bit of that of intel on that, considering he seems to be a great place to make uh, some good chips from. Yeah, and he's directly on did. my left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's directly we'll talk on, about those hands. Yeah. One of them in particular. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so there's him. There's a couple of people who are just clearly like out of their element. Um, but no, I feel great as far as where my where my level of skill is compared to everyone else. Okay. I think I'm undoubtedly top two. And, okay. You know. Number one for yeah, sure. Definitely number one. <laughs> but like. Let's like even I think there's only one other player at the table who would think he could be better than me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. um and and he and I have pretty different styles too. So okay. it's hard to compare. Okay. But so so flies are dropping. You're mm-hmm. you're stacking bands. <laughs> uh, Just how I was gonna say it. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's see, there's four left. There's mm-hmm. four left. It's you, Trexler, uh, the guy who won it. What's his name? Jason Simon. Jason Simon, and then that other guy who um, Wallace. Wallace. Wade. He was a little. He seemed. He was kind of the tighter one. Yeah, and t- to be fair, like he had one cash in his life before that. Okay, for wow, big spot for him. Bucks. So this is just. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like he he clearly hadn't been here before, but also it's like. Well, if that's the case, I'm I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he. You know. Um. And then so then you had Jason, um, who. I, there's a couple of spots where I'm like, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> but uh, for the most part, there's others. I mean, to give him benefit of the doubt, there's other hands where I'm like, wow, I was really surprised. Yeah, he, he got me in one of them with a, he rebluffed my bluff. And yeah. A pretty interesting. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. I remember seeing that. And so well, again, we'll go over some hands, but uh, I was impressed with him uh, at the same time. I was, you know, he caught me off guard. So, and then you have Trexler who just had me laughing the entire time. <laughs> like, he was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. And, and some of his bluffs were just maniacal and uh, hilarious. I see when him, he just windmilled, he three bet jammed five deuce off and he just windmills it right yeah. in the guy in Jason's face. And like, even Jason shirt. laughed and I laughed. <laughs> like, my God. He needs a shirt that just says, I ain't no bitch. <laughs> he, did, he had a patch that says Team Torch. I did see the yeah. to- Team Torch. And he's like, very I remember he, he looks at his girl. He's like, I've got the receipts. Like, I'm trying to torch it here. <laughs> so, who busts third? It's the newer guy. Uh, was fourth. Or, or fourth. Wallace. Wallace, yeah. Wallace, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Wallace busts in fourth. You end up getting into an entanglement with King-9. You called off correctly with the best King-8 suited. King-8 yeah, suited, against yeah. Against Queen-9. Um, the very hand after he busted fourth. Yeah. So, you got that pay jump. And then, uh, yeah, you're clearly a, uh, not maybe not a favorite chips-wise, but you uh, were a favorite skill-wise there at that point. However... You you took a spot where it was a sixty forty right yeah and um and just unfortunately it didn't work out so yeah let's um let's take a moment here and then we'll go over some hands 
Hey guys, due to the length of this podcast, we're going to split this up into two episodes. I hope you enjoyed episode one here. Make sure to check out episode two where we go over some hands with Wes uh, discussing his run in the Gladiator event. Thanks for listening.